thankful to be here tonight and appreciate everyone that made it out. Bad weather. Had a little plumbing crisis they were trying to fix, so they had enough help, so I left them do that. But uh, we're uh, sure glad to be here. Uh, we would uh, just so thankful to make it to church. It just seems like there's so many things uh, gets in the way sometimes, but we have to try to try to make an effort to be here. We're, we're thankful for that. Um, I guess we'd ask everybody to stand and ask Brother Carl to bless the service. Turn it over to Brother Taylor.
page 279. 
there's still some of them traveling, so remember them coming back home. lot of sickness just in our church, let alone others across the country. So remember all that. If there's no other, we'll ask Brian if he'll lead us in prayer. Neil called me this afternoon, and he is actually supposed to be leading tonight. And they're, they're over the COVID, but still just not feeling well enough. So remember that family as well. Anybody got a song or testimony at this time?
thinking a lot about H.L. all day today and, and his family and, and how Mike H.L., he, I've heard it said before, but I guess I really thought a lot about it. H.L.'s already preached his funeral, his life, by what he lived his life and following the Lord and, and how he's been a soldier for him and, and an oak tree to me and to so many other people. He's already preached at his own funeral by the way that he lived his life. And that's what I'd like to do, Kay. I'd like to live my life that they wouldn't have to get up here and the preacher tell them that Billy's been saved and, and you know, tried to live for the Lord. I want them to already see it while I'm here. And that ought to be the desire of each and every one of us. And if we did that, we would see more of our people getting saved. And I'm the biggest failure at it. Remember my children, they need to be in church. Yeah. Anybody got a song or testimony? for while she comes. There's a land that is fairer than day And by faith we can see it afar for the Father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. We shall sing on that beautiful shore The melodious songs of the blessed And our spirit shall sorrow no more Not a sigh for the blessing of rest In the sweet by and by We shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. Appreciate that song. Anybody else got a song or testimony? That's what I was doing. Maybe you might have turned it around backwards on me, but... <laughs> 
and take care of a little problem right there before the church started, but a little slow getting up here. But we are glad to be here. It's been a different day, I'll say that. Uh, a lot of trouble and sorrow here, but uh, I told Bill earlier today I, I couldn't help but think of throwing a song going to take a trip. Some of us are leaving quickly. Some have been here for a long time. God's blessed us all. But we're going to take that trip. If we know the Lord, we're going to take that trip someday. And I'm kind of, kind of longing for it some days. It don't sound bad. It used to. Death seemed like a big old monster. But it's just a way of getting home now. And it's not scary. I don't have a wish to go. And I don't wish anybody to go. But if you got the Lord, what a peace and joy there is in knowing that there's a home waiting on us. That sweet by and by she was just singing about. I'll be there. You know, and I am so thankful to be here tonight. Uh, I don't know if anybody have anything on their heart. They like a song you need to sing. I was thinking today, uh, I'm glad God made a way for me to get to heaven. And Jesus, he is that way. And uh, been here since forever. And I can't understand that. But before he made the world, before he made time, before he made the human, he was already here. So our way was ready and awaiting. Just in due time, he called my name. I answered. He saved my soul. How happy I am. Brother, oh, you sing a song. He saved me, he saved me. How happy I am. And uh, if I don't make you happy, there's something wrong somewhere. It should make you happy. And rejoice a little bit with what God's done for us. He's blessed us mightily. I tried to think of a scripture today to read, and I never did really come up with anything. So I don't have anything like that. So if anybody else has got anything on your heart, I'd sure like to hear it.
The birds hush their singing and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing and he walks with me and he talks with me and he everybody could feel what I feel. They'd want this more than anything in the world. Even more than silver and gold, more than anything. This is the best thing there is in life. We ought to cherish it and hold it dear. It costs a lot for us to have it. Anybody else got anything on your heart? young preachers here. I'm hoping one of them feel like getting up here. Have anything on your mind? I appreciate being here. I got to thinking, you know, I tried to give you a little thought, and it's like, well, I just want to follow the Lord. I hope I can get, you know, get to where the preaching's at, because the only thing holding it back is me. So if I can just get myself out of the way and let the Lord come through, that'll be what needs to be done. So um, we just pray, and um, I appreciate the Lord, and I appreciate what I can feel. And um, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a sad th thing to hear about H today, and you know, but it's a, I know he's he's going home to be with the Lord. Um, it was when you Mike you mentioned about him praying, and the last time I was over at Lafayette, um, well he prayed the house down. And uh, I told him, I said, I'll never forget that age. I said, that was special. And um, I thought of that when, he, when I heard he passed. And I said, he, he went to be home with the Lord. And I'm just, that, that's a, you can praise the Lord in that. But um, I just, I just want to talk a little bit. Um, I might read here in Luke um, about the prodigal son. And, but um, I guess I just wanted to kind of feel like sharing this little story. I feel like I talk about my kids a lot, but um, I feel like the Lord kind of shows me a little bit about how he feels about me with how much I love my kids. And uh, I'm, that's another reason I'm, I'm glad I got them. But, uh, you know, Emberly, she's just in preschool. She's little, four and a half, and she come home the other day, and one of her little friends didn't want to play with her. And I'll tell you, that hurt me. And it wasn't even, I wasn't even the one at school. I go, wow, that hurt. But, uh, you know, I said, well, you know, you might have to make a new friend or two. And um, she'd come home, and she said, ah, she played with me today, so it was, it was good. But, uh, but I tell you, I thought about that. I thought about it. I got a, I got a friend that he'll never leave me. And um, when I got saved when I was a little boy, I was adopted. 
and um, and he'll never leave me. There's nothing that I can do that he'll he'll ever leave me. He'll always be there, and um, he'll always be there when I need him, and um, when I call out to him, he'll be there. And um, he showed me the more I give him my life, the more he'll be in my life. Uh, now he's always he's deep down, he's in my soul, and um, but I can sometimes I can try to cover that up a little bit, just try to do my own thing, but. Um, the more I can give him this life, and the more he'll be in my life, and that's what we ought to try to do. And um, that's a that's a hard thing to do, but uh, it's a, it's a rewarding thing to do. And that and there's nothing else like it. And when we can get in the right frame of mind, that's where that's where the Lord's at. But uh, so you pray, and um, like I said, I'll just try my best and um, just try to follow the Lord. But um, so like I said, I'll be in the 15th chapter of Luke. I want to start in verse 11, and um, Lord gave me a little thought on this couple weeks ago when Lee was talking about it when he was preaching and so I just want to try to get my thoughts across and um, just want to help somebody but um, so verse 11 I see he said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said unto his father give me the portion of goods that fall to me and he divided unto his living and not many days after the younger son could gather it all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he set him into his fields and to, to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that, would, that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And said, when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I said, I will arise and go to the father, or go to my father, and will say unto him, My father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, the father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. So the thought that I had um, was just about when it when the, when it talks about when he had spent all that he had. Um, you know, of course, this is uh, this, this is kind of talking about his his inheritance, his money. They, he, he asked his father; he gave him what he what he had coming, and and he went out and spent it. But I thought about um, when you're saved, you can you can go out in the world and you can try to spend all that you got. You can try to give the world the best that you got and all that you got. But the Lord's always going to be with you. And I thought about how this plays a part in this because if you didn't know where to go back to. You wouldn't that to me that to me it was it was him being saved. Now I'm 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 not saying he was. That's just kind of the false Lord gave me. I've been out in the world before and trying to give it all that I got. And uh, when I ran out of things that I had because what I've got's not not good enough for this world and it ain't worth giving it anyway. But when I got to a place where I was in a bad spot, I remembered what the Lord did for me one time, and I was able to come back. I knew where to go to. And what I love about it is how he, how he, you know, how I felt the way he felt before, and how I've come back to the church and just, you know, I've got friends I want to see, or you know, you just feel so bad. I've, I'm, I'm a person that I, I hold a lot of guilt, and I really, you know, look down to myself. And when I met, when I make a mistake, and I just feel like I walk to the Lord with my head down like this. Because I don't, I don't deserve what he gives me. I don't deserve the love. I don't deserve what he, what he blessed me with. I don't deserve to be saved. But that's not what he had in mind when he went to the cross. He loved me is why he went to the cross. He knew I was going to mess up. He knew we were going to mess up. But he still went to the cross and died to give us away. And, uh, and that's what I love about this. See, when he, 
when the when the man when he realizes it's like I've got a better I've got things that I can that are way better than what I've got going on. I remember a Bible study we had with Ronnie and he said he feigned to eat the things I used to think he ate the husk. He didn't even get those. When you're out in the world, you don't get what you what, you don't get what you need out in the world. You don't even get the scraps from the table out in the world. But boy, if you come back to the Lord, He'll put you right up to the table and He'll give you a king's feast. And he'll just get you, he'll just, whatever you need is what the Lord will give you. And he'll be there to take care of you. And I just thought about that, and that was just such a blessing. I, I, I really don't have a whole lot more, but um, I'm just thankful for what the Lord's gave me tonight. And just thankful for my church and thankful for my friends. And I really enjoyed what you said about H and how he's, how he, we know that he was saved and he's on his way to, to heaven. And there's no, there's no preacher that's going to get up and try to explain that to somebody because he lived it. And that's exactly what I want to try and do because what an example that is because that I'll never forget that time he prayed and it just the Lord moved and boy that was just that's just special to me but uh, that's really about all I got I appreciate being here and uh, appreciate what the Lord did for me when I was a little boy and um, I just hope to, to help somebody along the way but um, that's all I got maybe I don't know maybe Jordan's got something but I'll, I'll turn over to Anthony wherever he <clears throat> I'll preach it all, but I was kind of in the same boat Neil's thought pattern was, and uh, I was, I was kind of reading, and I wasn't in the New Testament, I was over in the Old, though, and uh, I'm glad that God's Word, no matter what, where it's at in the book, is always the same. It's always the same, it's got the same power, it's got the same strength, and it's got the same salvation experience that every other word in this Bible has. And I'm so thankful for that. But uh, I, I do want to read a little bit, I guess. You pray for me. I don't, uh, I surely don't feel worthy to preach, but um, I feel like I, I need to. So we'll try our best and lean on the Lord. But this is um, over in Proverbs, and it kind of lines up a lot with what's been said and what Neil's preached already. And um, it's a interesting little bit here, and um, I'd like to get it out just the way the Lord gave it to me. But over in uh, Proverbs chapter 24, you go to verse 16, and Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 15. I'll be reading from those two spots, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start over in 15 and 15. So bear with me. But it says it says. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and hatred therewithin. And uh, such bold words. And when you break that down in your life... Um, it can be a real help to you. And I thought about, I was talking with somebody today, I said, you know, it just feels like it's a, it's a struggle some days. I, I told Neil, even when I sat down, I said, today I'm surviving. You're either thri thriving or surviving. I felt like I was surviving today. And uh, I read this, and I got such joy out of it because I thought, Lord, 
You know, I've put everything I've had in you. I put everything I had in the church. I could have went anywhere in the world, done anything I wanted. But my heart was here. My heart was with my people, with the folks I wanted to see get saved. It was with my church. And uh, the more I put into that, it may have just looked like herbs to the world. But, buddy, I had love in my heart. And I had joy. And I had peace. And uh, I'm so glad that when God saved me, He gave me a spot in His church. I'm glad that no matter what happens in my life, I will always dwell and, and prize that position He's given me at His table. To feast a little bit with Him is way better than to have all the things of the world. And uh, I want to read this other verse in chapter 24. It says, uh, in verse 16, it says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. Not a single one of us is going to be perfect. Not a single one of us is going to walk the line like Christ did. But it is very important that you try. You know, if I was to go home after work on Wednesday night and say, I'm tired, I've done this, I've done that, and I start saying these things and those things, and by the time I know it, 6 o'clock rolls around and I'm not getting ready. What a shame that is. Because God's got such a, an a bountiful life for me that He's given me. I, don't, I want you to listen to that. I didn't say that I earned it. I didn't say that I gained it. But He gave it to me. All because what you said, Neil. He loved me. He loved me enough to die for me. He loved me enough to make a place in heaven for me. He, he loved me enough to give me a family and friends that I can enjoy while I'm here. And uh, I'm glad that even though we fail, even though we've got hard times, if we just get up one more time, Lord will bless us for it. Even if you don't have a, a pot to uh, eat your meal out of, you can still have a good life. Why? Because the Lord will provide it for you. See what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what car you have. It doesn't matter what house you have. It doesn't matter what city you live in. If you've got God in your life, you've got everything you need. And when you start looking at life through that lens, you can start to really grasp what God's got for you. And you can start to see the blessings. And then your mindset's a lot different. You're not sitting there thinking like the man that was struggling. You're sitting there thinking like the man who's thriving. Instead of saying, well, I've only got this, you're saying, man, look what I've got. Look what I've got. I've got this right here. When you start thinking like that, you can walk away merry and happy. And I, I want to read that little bit again over in Proverbs. I think it makes a great point. It says, All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Buddy, you want to be happy? Act happy. Find happiness. What is happiness? Where can you get it? You can get it at an altar of repentance. You can get it when you kneel down and say, Christ, I want to accept you as my Savior. Lord, I know what you did for me, and I know what you've done for others. I want that. If you get to that point, you'll feast continually. Why? Because when your mind's on Christ, there's nothing else that can get in the way. I think about some of the best times in my life have been standing behind a podium, or sitting in the pew, or being at somebody's house just talking about how good God's been to us. I would not trade the hours at Roy and Jeannie's house talking about the Lord for anything in my life. I wouldn't trade those memories 
of Bible study online with Uncle Ronnie and Kenny and the rest of them wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Why? Because what happens on the inside when you dwell with Christians who love the Lord and you've got something on the inside like salvation, there's nothing more than joy that will bubble up. You may have pain in this world. You may have disappointment. You may have trouble every day of your life. But if you've got God's love and you've got His mercy and His compassion, but you've got it all, you may think you're just eating a salad, but you're feasting, I'm telling you. I know because, buddy, all my life I've been struggling ever since the day I was born. It says man's a few days and full of trouble. But I'm telling you what, since I got saved, I've been feasting at the Lord's table ever since I got that. I'm so thankful to be here. I, I don't feel like giving an invitation, but I'll say this. How many of you are just sitting there? Rise up. God did it for you. Do it for Him. He rose up out of that tomb. I'm glad that even though I know I'm going to fall a lot more than Lord ever will because He never did, He still gives me an opportunity to get up for Him. He gives me an opportunity to say, Lord, thank you for what you did for me. And be that light that we were talking about. If you don't strive for anything else, strive to be like HL. That man, he knew the Lord and he loved him. I hope that one day I'll be able to that way. And I'll look back and I'll say, Lord, thank you for getting me to where he was. If you can't say more than that, you've done it all. Good to be here. saved, thankful that I know I'm saved. That's the most important thing in your life. And, and uh, here lately I've had a few disappointments and I told Karen I don't want people wondering where'd he go. You know, if I die, I don't want people guessing where I went. I want them to know that I know. And I want you to know that you know. Anybody that don't know the Lord tonight, you need that. You need it in your life. Best thing there is, wouldn't, wouldn't try to con you on this one at all. You know, they might sell you a car and say it's the best one on the lot. It might be a lemon. This is no lemon. This is the best. And I just advise you, what the Lord said in Revelation, I counsel you to buy of me gold, tried and fire. That's him. So, wonder if anybody else got anything on your heart. Thankful for the crowd we got. Thankful for, for everybody cheer. I thought well, the way the wind was blowing and everything, I thought it might be one of them times we got five, you know. But uh, with everything that's going on, we got a real good crowd. Anybody got anything? Don't be like me. I've sat a lot of times and think of things, but I don't say a whole lot. So if the Lord's give you something, please share it.
all around, that's for sure. If not, we ask everybody to stand. Ask Bill if he will, but pray this much. Most, uh, gracious and all, I see everything. 